if someone had to be Romeo on this show, who would it be? Oh, Joe, there's no doubt it's Paul, Jake. Gersh it's just, it's or not Jake. Me. It's not it me. is it is me with a bullet, brother. Yeah. There's are no you doubt. Kidding, are you kidding me? Drink a vial of poison over a woman and die tragically? It's absolutely oh, me. Yeah. It's a good yeah, point. Get, I wouldn't have the Jake, patience for that. Jake gets hung up quickly too. It's like every week. It's okay. Like, hey, there's a nice hey, way to say that. Hey, we got an update. Yeah, we got an update. Romeo? It's like, yeah, she's yeah. out. There's a new one in. Oh, here's a new one. Summer of Jake. <laughs> Drank Everything. so much poison in the past two years. It's like all of the poison. They just go through these vials of poison left and right. Oh, There's... poor kid. I don't, I don't appreciate the implication of what Joe is saying about me right now. It's hey, I would love to be you it, with this area. Going back in Handsome time. Hassan? Yeah, getting it done, man. I can't wait till next summer. It's going to be good. Ooh. It's going to be a sad day when you settle down. It's going to be a real sad day for this country and this show. For this country. Yeah, the show. <laughs> I love my country, but By I have the to way, down. we think Jake's mom is listening to the show, so we may No, I have, I know I know for a fact she is because she texted me. Oh, that's Tell right. Paul they don't have room in Cook County Jail for jury duty evaders. <laughs> Thank you, Very Jackie. Very good point, Jackie. It's an excellent best, point. Especially with what's going on in the area. Like, like they're really going to make room for Paul because he didn't show up for jury duty. <laughs> they say, we got to get this guy in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're going to send a message. We got people with real crimes in here. Like, oh, put them back on the streets because we got this jury duty jerk that didn't show. He wanted to stay on vacation. <laughs> jury duty jerk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, All right. that's a good point. Let's, She's saying risk it. Let's get risk to it. The Pay the fine. You're good. All right, what we got? <laughs> AFC. Yeah, we got an AFC championship game. Chiefs at Ravens. Now, one thing I was thinking about. Did the Chiefs flip a switch, or did they just run into a couple of really good situations with a Dolphins team that was banged up, a Bills defense that was banged up, or maybe, you know, they are on to something. I like the Ravens side here, but Joe, what say you? Not only banged up, but let's take a look at how banged up. Miami matchup. The Dolphins were missing six defensive starters. Six. Okay? The Buffalo matchup. Four starters, packful positions, including, you know, the guys that were calling out the plays on defense. And let's not forget that it was that rest advantage. A two-day rest advantage. The Bills only had five days of rest. And the Chiefs had seven days of rest in that game. So I, I would lean this that way. I would lean the larger sample size. They had struggles on offense. And they just ran into a couple of defenses where, where they did see a bunch of backups. And that certainly helped them. But we do need to give them credit. Like Rasheed Rice has really turned it on. He's I don't know that he's a number one in this league right now. But he's clearly the best option that he has on the outside, uh, outside of Kelsey. They've improved. They've improved. Now, what else they've done is uh, change things up a little bit, and that was smart by them. So it's not like they're not reacting to what's happening. And what we're seeing is the Chiefs are playing at a faster pace, which has been to their advantage against these weaker defenses. So how is it going to play out against a very challenging defense like the Baltimore Ravens? I think it's going to be a lot tougher on them. So 
if I have to pick a side, I would lean toward, look, the, the Chiefs were in great spots to succeed. They did succeed. They get credit for that. But I don't think it's going to happen again in this specific spot. And just there are a couple of mismatches that really stand out, and you have to keep going back to the Ravens' rushing attack against the Chiefs' rushing defense. And th- there's been some yeah. studies on this, and – you know, the the weakness of the Chiefs defense is stopping the run. And then the biggest strength, I would say, of the Ravens' rushing attack is Lamar Jackson. 100 yards, two rushing touchdowns last week. I think that continues, Aaron. I think we're going to see more of it. And I know I pointed out uh, this week a lot that, hey, he only has a rushing touchdown in four different games. They don't care at this point. And if you look at the history of running quarterbacks, when you get to the playoffs, they run more it happens all the time it happened last week with Lamar I think it's going to happen this week with Kansas City and the Chiefs are bad against mobile quarterbacks so I think everything is pointing to the Ravens that's why sharp money's been coming in on them that's why it's almost four mm-hmm. across the board at this point and that's why people are betting on Lamar to score an anytime touchdown on the ground and for his rushing props those are going to continue to climb until we get to Sunday and the Ravens are healthy. You know, they keep getting guys back. It looks like we're going to see Mark Andrews, Marlon Humphrey. Just everything about this points to Ravens. I think in this, in some ways the Chiefs and Lions kind of have had some similar success in the playoffs because they ran into some favorable situations. But for the Chiefs this weekend, I think it's going to be tough. And we've talked about it all week, how the Lions just have been beating up on teams. They play to their competition. They've blown teams out by two touchdowns or more. And the spread is, you know, at three and a half, four. It was a juice three earlier in the week. Like, there's a lot I like about the Ravens. I know we've we've been talking about it all week long, so we've touched on so many different props. So I'll – this morning, I was like, all right, who have we not talked about? Odell Beckham. I don't think he's come up a whole lot this week. We all know that this guy likes to turn it on in the playoffs. Remember, he was looking like the Super Bowl MVP a couple years ago before he injured his knee. What if the Ravens get him involved in this one? Or maybe they're saving him, but uh, receiving yards, 19 and a half. He's gone over that 10 out of 15 times. Uh, longest reception, that's 13 and a half. He's gone over that 11 out of 15 times this season. I think maybe they could get him involved. Maybe it's an anytime touchdown, but would you look at Odell to be involved at all? Yeah, I, I've been thinking about this. Like, which which Ravens receivers are going to be involved? And it's always dicey because you know the passing yards aren't going to be crazy high. And we all expect them to just run it, stick with the ground game much more. So I never end up going with Ravens receivers. If I had to, mm. I'd probably look to flowers and the run that he's been on, but yeah, it's not something that I'm going to be focused You're gonna on. Bet. Yeah. How about you? No, it's I'm with you. It's tough. Even with the Mark Andrews situation and him coming back, you just, I don't really know. It seems like any rushing props are a good look as you pointed out earlier. Um, we've been talking a lot about Gus, Justice Hill, Lamar. Um, you probably can't go wrong. I'm sure they're going to be spreading it out, though. You know, so it's just a matter of which weapon 
which offensive player is going to get a lot of volume in this matchup. Yep, I agree. All right, I've got a uh, I've got a prop on the Chiefs side that I like. It's disgusting. It's really disgusting. And it makes so much sense. <laughs> yep, I like it. Nicole Hardman. BetMGM numbers actually on the higher end from what I've seen, 12 and a half receiving yards. In the playoffs, he had one catch for two yards, one catch for three yards against the Bills and Dolphins, respectively. You go through the season, he's had one really good game against the Chargers. It didn't matter, right? Nobody cared about that game. It didn't mean anything. Their spot was locked up. He had 77 yards. Okay. So I think you could throw that out the window. Outside of that, when he made a catch, 12, 10, 13, 6, 0, 0, even before he was with the Chiefs. And then last year, the fumble through the end zone, which kept the Bills in the game, kept their hopes alive. You know, maybe they force overtime with a kick, and who knows, they lose, and it ends up being Hardman's fault. He ends up being the fall guy. I don't think he's going to get any opportunities. Maybe one catch, and that's it. But if I'm the Chiefs, I'm not playing this guy this weekend. I'm going under 12 and a half uh, receiving yards for Hardman. If you want to go under one and a half receptions, I think that's fine too. Uh, you know, again, very similar to what I said with the yardage, the amount of times he's had two catches or more is just a couple all season long. Yeah. And it, it seems like Pat Mahomes is going to be looking for rice and Kelsey early and often looking at, uh, Hardman's game log. It just shows Pat Mahomes. He just doesn't like the guy. (laughs) Like he's not looking his way. How does does he feel about him now? And how does he feel about him after what happened? And I wouldn't even put him on the field. What is longest reception again? What is that at? Oh, longest? Jeez. Um, that's <laughs> seven and a two? half. Eight and a half. Two yards, half. three yards. That one oh. Chargers game, he had a 37-yard reception. 7, 10, 12, 6, 0, 6. I mean, that – I love it. You said it was yeah. disgusting. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, that's it's scary because – one of my favorite cause... props I've heard about. That's <laughs> <laughs> what – one catch, he can get 13 yards, but I'll I'll play under on that. The guy should not. Are see you the calling field. him a bum? Has he entered you, bum territory? For oh, you? He's beyond bum territory. Like I don't even have to waste it on him. I, you know, I st- when I mention bums, I step out and I say Stefan Diggs is a bum. But like Hardman, mm-hmm. like yeah, we all know he's a bum. He's trash. <laughs> we don't even need to draw attention to it. It's no, too obvious. Like, people don't even know who he is for a reason. Get out of here. He's so terrible. are you buying into the fact that in those Ravens losses, the opponents with the Colts and the Browns were able to run on them? Are you thinking they're going to have some success? What are you doing with Pacheco, if anything at all? Yeah, I've heard that a lot. I don't really buy into it, Aaron. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that it's not a Niners-Chiefs situation where they're viewed as a bottom five, bottom seven defense against the run and multiple metrics would tell you that, whether it's DVOA, EPA, all that stuff. It's not that bad. I think people are just looking for something. Okay, in the games that they did lose, that they did have their struggles, this is where they gave it up. But that those spots were few and far between. So I don't think we could point to it and say, you know, over the long haul, oh, they, they have a bad run defense. That is not the case with Baltimore. And I think people are just trying to come up with something. Yeah, if there's somebody on the offense 
not Patrick Mahomes. It's probably going to have a good day. It's probably Pacheco. But that's because he's on fire, and he's a really good running yeah. guy. And it's not because the Ravens injured. have an awful run defense. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got an ankle so and a toe. What a- yeah, what about Mahomes uh, passing? Uh, we've talked about him rushing in the playoffs too. Uh, pass plus rush, that's at 272 and a half. Interception, that is, let me find that one. 129, 120. Ooh, people Man. think he's going to throw an interception. I don't, I don't want to do Chiefs overs, but when you look at the Mahomes ones, and you see it's Mahomes in the playoffs, and passing touchdowns is set at one and a half, and it's not juiced that much, it's tempting. It's tempting at one and a half. Because, I mean, there was a time a couple of years ago when you would always bet Pat Mahomes over two and a half at good plus money. Mm-hmm. And now it's mm-hmm. basically one and a half because it's a tough matchup. I'm not doing it, but... Like you look at it's very tempting when you look at it and then you see the passing yards is only at 240. So that's Mahomes 240 in a tempting. playoff game. It is. Well, especially if you go, if you think the Ravens are going to treat this like they've treated other games against teams with winning records and they are up big, there could be a situation where there is garbage time. Maybe this game isn't as close as people think. Uh maybe they're up big in the third quarter and he just starts slinging it. Yeah. Um, what, the one that TA talked about yesterday was rushing yards from Mahomes. Is that interesting? Yeah. It's 26 and a it half. Is. In 19 last week, he had 41 against the dolphins, but you know, it goes back to everything's on the line. These mobile quarterbacks are going to run more than they do during the regular season. So looking at those <laughs> regular season numbers, you know, it's just, there are just certain spots where Mahomes really pops. Sometimes he doesn't run at all, and then sometimes he he runs a lot more than expected. I think because we are expecting I, uh, the Ravens to win that, yeah, it's kind of like a YOLO situation for Mahomes. Like, all right, yeah. you get banged up. You got the offseason to re- recover and prepare for next year. Like, you want to advance, so you're laying it all out there this weekend. Yeah. He had six attempts for only 19 yards last week. You're telling me that he's going to run six times. I'm good with the over. I'll bet that then. Cause, Cause I pretty sure that uh, he's going to hit that clip. And I think also like if the chiefs are saying, looking at this, Oh, the Colts and Browns did have six, six, some success in the run game. They're going to try. They're definitely going to yep. see if there's any wiggle room there. This is Becky on daily sure. presented by bet mgm up next two minute drill man these are coming down to the wire only a couple left The BetQL Daily Two Minute Drill. Welcome back to BetQL Daily. Pre- 
presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, Paul Aspen here with us to kick things off. What's up, Paul? Guys, all right, we have been talking about a lot of this all week, so let's officially put some bets down. Uh, let's start with our favorite divisional weekend leader prop bets. Uh, any market, you can go to each market if you want. Passing leader, receiving leader, uh, rushing leader. One we've talked about for receiving leader, definitely George Kittle at 6-1, to one, but where else on the board? Or that one as well, where you guys looking, Joe? For just this weekend, for just Sunday's games? Well, yeah, Sunday's game first, yep. Okay. Um, hmm. We don't know about Kittle. I mean, I mean, rather, Debo, and I hate the number. I'm thinking Debo plays, and we end up getting a better number on Ayuk. That, that just matchup for receiving is where you have to go. Um, I love Kittle props. We'll get to that in a bit. But just if you're looking for ceiling guys, and the other receivers going this weekend, it just feels like Ayuk is the one that's most obvious. And, you know, we talked about it yesterday a little bit with Ayuk and for the entire playoffs. And if you strongly believe that San Francisco is going to be playing in the Super Bowl, so he's going to get a couple more games, I think he's going to enter the conversation there too. So as far as receiving, I'm I'm going Ayuk uh, for sure. And it feels like leaders this weekend – like a lot of them should line up with San Francisco. If you believe that San Francisco is going to run run away with the game, that means they should be running the ball a bunch. I know tough matchup against Detroit, but if they're playing from out in front, uh, you got to you got to trust that uh, Shanahan rushing offense. Just not a lot of value in these spots. It seems kind of obvious yeah. that uh, that San Francisco guys for them to lead in these categories that makes all all the sense in the world. I'm with you. Not a lot of value. San Francisco seems like the obvious choice. And even the next obvious is the whole garbage time narrative with the Lions. And even that, they're like the second favorites in these markets too. So like still not right. much value. Instead of Purdy, if you want to go golf, that's two to one. Instead of Ayuk, if you want to go Amon Ra, that's plus 260. Um, so I guess I could just do that uh, with the Niners being up. The game gets out of hand and Jared Goff um, you know, is just putting up some yards in the second half and somehow and the Lions end up getting this. Lamar rushing? Anybody like that? Oh, I was going to say pick a Raven in the rushing market and like I don't think Gus can put up like 150 or even 120 or whatever to get there. Maybe just like I like him better than Justice Hill just because of his running style against this defense, but pick a Raven. Lamar at four to one, Edwards at eleven to one, Justice Hill at eighteen to one. Hill, man, people are all over Justice yeah. Hill this weekend. They are, which actually kind of makes I me mean, feel better about Gus. Yep, it I seems agree. like McCaffrey, doesn't it? Are you guys thinking? And then there's but the obvious him. one, McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, for if value, not, like, I don't. Yeah. I, don't I know. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Let's move on to playoff leaders, uh, most passing yards, most rushing yards, receiving yards, or the touchdowns route. Uh, we talked a little bit about Brandon Ayuk here as well. He is at 25 to 1 for most receiving yards. We talked about it earlier. In the oh, week. We man. Saw some 20 out there. There's a 25 to 1. I might have to play that again. Um, 
but where else there or otherwise, where are you looking to lead the playoffs in any of these stat categories? Look, strongly believe it's going to be a Baltimore San Francisco Super Bowl. And if we're going this this route here, 25 to one, I mean, it's getting better. Does that make a lot of sense? Maybe it even improves again if Debo is uh, announced yeah. in for this game. Um, so 25 to 30, I'm guessing, for Ayuk. That makes a ton of sense. And again, going back to that same well that I just mentioned with Lamar, he's plus 850 when I checked yesterday. We were talking about it for rushing leader. So that would make that would make sense. Again, these mobile quarterbacks, they run more. I expect him to have a big rushing day against KC. His number is 65 and a half. I think he's going to go over that. So that, that would mean that he's going to be in that conversation for rushing leader in the playoffs. For passing, this is more of a value play. Oh, man. Brock Purdy plus 430. Yeah. I guess. I do think he's going to be like in the it. Super Bowl. And if they're down, he has yeah. to just start throwing it. I, I would put my money There's there. There's a 5 to Brock 1. Purdy. Yeah, okay. I like. I think yeah. 5 to 1 is maybe where I like. I, I just want a little bit of a better number, but maybe maybe just for, for fun. Especially because it's been but if so I'm gonna hard bet it, to it's find. That. Any Niners futures, five to one. I like yeah. that. I don't hate that because you really can't find a lot of value on many other things when it comes to the Niners. So I'd put my money on that. Speaking of futures and kind of more bigger picture stuff before we get into the actual game. So let's go there next. Super Bowl MVP, a bet that you would place today. Uh, I think there yeah. earlier this week there was still a six to one on McCaffrey. So Aaron, you mentioned in that is why I thought of that. And again, that's a bet I have placed this week. Uh, so whether it's CMC or otherwhere in the Super Bowl MVP market. Yes, yeah, yeah. CMC is what I wrote down. I saw a seven to one. I don't know if that's still available. Okay. Um, but CMC I think is a great look uh, for Super Bowl MVP. I uh, wrote down CMC. I see a plus 650 at the, at the moment. Um, I, I already bet this at a different number, maybe. But Bosa's 150 to 1. That's that's mm. a pretty good bet. And, okay, we've, we've had the conversation about the Ravens that it's hard to go somewhere that's not Lamar. But if you are, which guy are you going with? Which Raven can win it? Offense? Is it anywhere? Well, Lamar, of all people, is comparing one of his middle linebackers to Ray Lewis. That's out there right now. And if that dude has a couple like he's gotta he's gotta have a pick six or something crazy, a Von Miller game, and it's not exactly the same position, obviously, because Roquan plays in the middle. And yeah. Bonds on edge, but that's a guy that can have could have a sack. Like it's not beyond the realm of possibility. He flies all over the field. Hundred to one. See if there's a better number out there. But that's there's a two thirty out there. There's a yeah, two thirty. Yeah, that's a bet. What about Kyle Hamilton? Four hundred to one. Oh, I love that. It's the Larry Brown. I mean, he has a Larry Brown game. Shout out 1993 or whenever that was. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why it's 400, right? Yeah. Larry Brown. He's a lot better than him. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's it. Now, 
obviously, I think Lamar's the play there. If you think the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl, that you just you bet Lamar instead of Ravens to win the Super Bowl. But like these numbers with Roquan and Kyle Hamilton, those are the two other guys. Like nobody else on that offense can do it, right? No, mm-hmm. no. I I bet the comeback story with Andrews before when he was still like on the shelf at one fifty. That was a small bet. I don't. I, I think I don't see how he eclipses Lamar though in that scenario. I agree. I think it's a tough one. The Niners seem like the most obvious choice to go elsewhere when it comes to the quarterback. Yep. The other yep. ones I think are tough. And if there's yeah. a tattoo in the mix, Aiden Hutchinson, we talked about that earlier this season, uh, or earlier <laughs> this week. Like, if you want to take a long shot on, like, the Lions are a, a team that could go non quarterback. Uh, hopefully, yep. for Aaron's sake, it's not a conversation. But for the show's sake, maybe. Well, Joe uh, likes his right. mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, we just clipped that by itself. Like, but but you like, know what's what? What's the context there? Yeah, last time I saw her, I was like, "What is she doing?" I forgot, like, if she got a lot of plastic surgery or what it was. Something was going on. Uh, oh, you're out. So she's not hot anymore. Okay, bleeding. I don't remember. I'd have to look at the update. We'll see what's happening. <laughs> I'd have there. to look at her. <laughs> Let me Google Aiden Hutchinson's mom. Hang on. Let's see. Recent form. Yeah, let's see. Get back uh, to all us. Right, moving. It's like a horse. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> To uh, TD score bets. Uh, let's go game by game. Uh, first, it could be a first touchdown or an anytime touchdown. Let's go. Uh, well, it's listed first. So, AF, and it's the first game. Uh, AFC game. A touchdown bet. Anytime. First touchdown. What do you like, Joe? Lamar's boring. But Lamar's yep. going to get into the end zone. I think he's going to get into the end zone twice. So, that's my favorite AFC touchdown bet. Lamar, um, you could go down the board, but yeah, I see. I would rather bet Lamar two plus than random Raven receiver to get into the end zone. So Mark Andrews, by the way, he was officially active for this game that happened yep. earlier this morning. I the the video that was out there, it didn't look great of Mark Andrews. I mean, that, there's another guy, probably just a decoy, right? Man, you you get first touchdown to Mark Andrews, and that crowd goes bananas. Thirteen to uh-huh. one. I don't hate it. Okay. All right, NFC. I'll do that. What do you like? Kittle cool. game. Going back to the Kittle well. Worked last week. I think it's even a better matchup this week. He's plus one fifteen to score an anytime touchdown to bet MGM like Kittle. I really want to do Ertz 42 to 1, but it's probably not happening. For first? Yeah. I'll do Ertz anytime at 8 to 1. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah, I like, I don't hate that. So there is no reason to make this bet other than this show. This man has 12 catches this year for 135 yards, zero touchdowns. This is if a Debo's out play. We've got to make sure he's active. One red zone target. Sweet baby Ray Ray McLeod, 30 to 1 for first <laughs> touchdown. Got to bet it. <laughs> Sweet baby. Uh, all right. What other favorite player prop bets? More like yards, that sort of thing that you like in these two games? 
You know, the Kittle number's been going up. I met, I mentioned at 58 and a half earlier this week, 61 and a half, like it's getting a little dicey, but I still just think he has a, a massive game. Uh, that's, that's the one that really stands out. We just talked about Hardman unders. I'll be playing those. Um, Lamar rushing and any prop attached to that. You know, Kittle over longest reception too, over 23 and a half. I think that's a, that's a pretty good look there. Anybody concerned that it just seems like everybody's on the same side? Everybody's on San Francisco, Baltimore. I was thinking that, but sometimes it just be like that sometimes. You know? <laughs> and it's like you try to get yeah. too cute and you're like, yeah, I just tried to be that one person that was different. And it just is what we thought it was going to be. And that's kind of how I see this weekend. I will say, like, is anyone going to be shocked if Mahomes is a dog? Is that thing again? I mean, not the same. Like, no. everyone was on the, a lot of sharp people we talked a to Mahomes last week were on the comeback, Bills. And everyone's, yeah. like, standing up like, here he comes. This is crazy. How is this happening? I could see it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I have – I'm not as strong on the Ravens as you guys. Like, I see the cases and, like, hearing – you know, people like TA come on our show saying he projects the number like six, six and a half. Like, mm-hmm. so it's, it's tough to like take the chiefs here. Uh, it's definitely going to be like, you know, all right, Mahomes is a dog, like public, whatever. I, I just wouldn't be shocked if we're standing here on Monday. And it's like, all right, well, yeah. Reading Mahomes are in the Super Bowl again. Chiefs. Would anybody complain about chiefs Niners? No. Be good too. Yeah. I do wonder <laughs> If that game would be the script similar to Bucks Chiefs, where they just get dominated a little bit, I got physical yeah. a little bit. Shanahan or Reed? Okay. Which side you back in? Oh, in the Super Bowl. I mean, Reed's won, but he's just as messy, yeah. and he's I still know. messy. God, yeah. That Dirt's prop uh, was college... plus eight fifty earlier in the show, and now it's already uh-huh. like going down, which is weird. Um, real quick, I didn't get to say mine. Um, I like the golf over on his passing. Uh, Odell, let's go longest reception over thirteen and a half yards. It's only minus one hundred five. Maybe they get a little creative, get him involved for a splashy play, and then what else? I like uh, Gibbs, longest rush as well. Those are some of my favorites. Noops, Noops was talking about secondary receivers against the the Chiefs DBs, right? Like and like maybe like Odell, kind of a non-factor last week, but I see that. I see a case for yeah. that. Um, That's the college hoops this no weekend. Right, right. <laughs> I think I'm got to play Sparty against Wisconsin. I'm just not buying Wisconsin Why? yet. Plus two and a half. Why? Yeah. Why should I? But I thought you didn't believe in Sparty. There, Paul. Yeah, I, know. I thought I don't believe I in you Sparty. Sparty. It just seems like a. It seems yeah. like it, I'm not. But like they've they've played. They both played tough schedules. It just seems seems like a Izzo spot. That's it. This is Becky All Daily presented by BetMGM. Up next, Lightning bets our favorite plays for the weekend. We'll be right. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth with you on this Football Friday. 
And the time has come. We've been talking about these games all week. We are going to give out our favorite bets for championship weekend. Joe, where would you like to start? Oh, man. I'm wondering, am uh, am I going to have as many plays as your guy? What's his name? Butte? The Patriot that got in a lot of oh, trouble? Yeah. Booty. Oh, my God. I like God. to call him Booty. <laughs> booty is his everywhere. Name? Josh Booty? Yeah. What's with LSU players with the Booty name? Um, so, w- when you look at the amount of bets that he placed, 8,913 months, that means 23 bets per day. Like, counting every day. 23 bets. Yeah, you know those you 800 numbers we give out? Probably yeah. need to call one of those. <laughs> yeah, the disclaimers. You gotta. I have to yeah. mention like 13 different numbers for every state. So annoying yes. that they speed up my voice. So you might not understand what exactly what I'm saying, but that's an ins- like, what's the most you've made in a day. I was trying to figure out like, is that crazy? Cause the internet was going nuts. Like, Oh my God, this guy's got so many problems and he's getting arrested. Cause he was 20 years old when he made these bets and LSU too. There's that angle. But even if you're a live better, like, 23 is an insane amount, right? Maybe you get there on Sunday with all the props you like and because there's only a few football games left. But 23 on average per day, even if you're making small small wagers, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I was like, like, wow, when I saw that number. Maybe he's a lot better. Maybe he's playing both sides. but Chasing. All kinds of stuff going on. There's... There's that for sure. All right, as far as uh, as far as this weekend, I'll kind of recap everything I've talked about throughout the week. Gave some of these at uh, different numbers, so I'll give out the current numbers. Um, talked about Baltimore. There's still a three and a half out there at BetMGM. Like the Ravens, think they're going to cover the point spread. Majority of the market's at four. So if you plan on betting on Baltimore, if you wait until Sunday, I'm thinking the best number that you're going to get is four, so you might want to do that now. San Francisco. Could be all the sevens are gone. So bet it at six and a half early in the week, a juice six and a half. But at seven, I'll give that out. Still like that. Player props. Look, Lamar, the rushing yards is up to 65 and a half. I think that's going to continue to jump. We might get to 70. And I still think he's probably going to get it. But not my favorite prop. I would go with an anytime touchdown at plus 105 and probably put half the bet on two-plus touchdowns at plus 700 for Lamar. Also on the AFC side, Miko Hardman, play the unders. I don't think he's going to play. If he plays, Mahomes is not going to trust him with the football after what happened last week. And he wasn't doing much all season anyways. Hardman unders, under one-and-a-half receptions. Uh, but MGM has 12-and-a-half receiving yards. Hasn't equipped that mark much uh, this year at all. Kittle number, another one on the rise. But uh, I'd still bet it, but... Not too much higher. It's up to 61 and a half receiving yards. 23 and a half longest reception is my preference on the Kittle props. And I guess long-term stuff, Ayuk. Man, that number's going up 25 to 1 for him to be the receiving leader. I would expect wow. that he pops in one of these two games. So that that's worth a shot there, 25 to 1. And we were just talking about the different MVP bets. After going over it, since we all think Baltimore is going to be there, you probably want an MVP bet with a little bit of value. It's going to be Lamar if the Ravens win the Super Bowl, but I feel like you got to put something on Roquan at 230 and Hamilton at 401. 
Dang, I love that. Okay. So I've talked about some of these already. So Odell, longest reception over 13 and a half yards. Jared Goff over 255 and a half passing. Those are still available. I already bet Lamar over on his rushing 61 and a half, but I still like it at the number it is now. Gibbs, longest rush over 14 and a half. I, I think this is a fun one. Ertz gets involved. Ertz anytime touchdown, eight to one. Purdy pass attempts over 29 and a half. I think he could get there. Uh, I use a profit boost. Got that to plus 123, but it's minus 118. And I'll probably end up tailing your Mikko Hardman unders. Haven't bet those yet, but I love that, Joe. Yeah. Paul? All right, let me first revise my uh, Michigan State-Wisconsin take. I think actually the better play <laughs> is the uh, is the over, over 137. Um, yeah, they both look like good defenses at first glance. You go to conference play, and Wisconsin's defense does not hold up. Uh, and then their offense, very good. Tops in the, uh, in the Big Ten. So, and then Michigan State's offense, uh, middle of the pack. But I think um, and their defense middle of the pack as well. So I just I don't know that there's going to be a shutdown defensive you know, stops kind of game. And in the 130s, I will go over Michigan State, Wisconsin there. OK, back go, to go football. Wisconsin. Get on the Gus. Go Wisconsin. Go Wisconsin. You don't, you don't just walk into Madison on a Friday night and win. You just Careful. short number. Go minus two and a half. Uh, Badgers at home have been awesome this year. Come on now. You with me? <laughs> <You'd> over. <laughs> over. Okay, over. Uh, All right. Gus Bus. Like we're getting on the Gus Bus. <laughs> that uh, that number is moving up as well. Uh, 40 and a half earlier in the week. I see a 45 now. Um, but that and some alts. I'd play alts up to 80. Um, doesn't have like that explosion necessarily, but I think he can grind his way. Pops a few. Uh, against the Chiefs team that just struggles to stop hard runners. We've seen it all season. Javante Williams, uh, to name another, and a couple handful of other times. Dave Montgomery ran all over them in week one. Uh, so these kind of tougher uh, runners for sure. Uh, okay. Oh, how about a little golf? Well, we'll get to golf in a minute. Um, <laughs> have a little fun with this one. It's Wong adjacent, I would say. Niners down to minus one and a half. Chiefs up to ten or nine and a half, depending on where you're looking uh, for a teaser. Yeah, uh, it's, it's ten. It's not perfect. Yeah, yeah. it's not perfect. But like Mahomes losing by double digits, I guess I'll take that chance. Uh, I will. We talked about this. A little bit of a blowout scenario. Niners last touchdown at twenty-five to one. That's a fun cup of coffee bet. Uh, I do like the total going under in Chiefs Ravens. Not a pizza bet, as Joe talked about. Pizza's been, you know, expensive these days, but it's a little cup yeah, of coffee up bet. There. Uh, Chiefs Ravens under 44 and a half. Those are still out there starting to see some 44s, though. I do think this, especially in the second half, if you want to play the second half under trend, like, okay, that's fine. Uh, but for the game, go under 44 and a half. The Lions stuff, I think JMO Yards. I'll be interested in you. He only needed two catches to get there last week. Could be a similar situation this week. But if you're looking in the end zone, I got to stick with Josh Reynolds. Uh, that's been the go-to guy in the red zone. Jamo's just not a red zone target. You know, he could definitely hit a splash play and score. 
But I think Reynolds and those are some nice numbers there. But if you will pick one or the other, I'm picking Reynolds to, to score. And, oh, golf. So, a live top 20? Why not? Francisco Molinari, top 20 at plus 320. He is two strokes back from the top 20 right now. He has really good history here. Uh, So you want to add to the portfolio by all means. That's a lot. Live golf betting on championship weekend. In January. Not Masters weekend. (laughs) No. Not a major. Joe, I'm in it, man. Like, if my guys are totally whiffed, like, uh, but now I'm in it. So I just, I can't quit. But early in the week, you were thinking about quitting. And now you're doing live betting. Yeah. <laughs> well, enough of my guys have made the cut. Like, enough of the top 20s are live. Like, even Thigala yeah. somehow made the cut. Billy Z made the cut. So, sorry. Before we get to Jake, really quick. Uh, what did you guys think of Tiesto will be the first in-game live DJ at the Super Bowl? So he'll even be like on the ones and twos during the breaks during the game. Kind of like it. And and they're going to broadcast that? No, I think when we get commercials, the fans are going to get Tiesto DJ. DJing. We should be able wow. we should be oh, uh, we should be able to bet first break song, run those red lights or whatever it's called. That one's a lock. <laughs> so unsurprising that Paul's a Tiesto guy. So I'm not a Tiesto dude. guy. I know <laughs> one song. You're guy. a rave guy. Famously, <laughs> big rave Paul guy. is a rave guy. <laughs> uh, I think the Mark Andrews oh, return is going to yeah. be a decoy. I'm going Isaiah Likely anytime touchdown at plus money. Ooh, Lamar loves him, like especially it. in the red zone. I like that. Uh, I'm also going to go Jameer Gibbs over rushing and receiving 76 and a half. I think we could see a big game with him as far as usage. So the opportunity is there. I'll go with Miller high life money on noops is bet 33 to one Brock Purdy first touchdown. Why not? Just fun. Who cares? Uh, I like that. I mean, we talked about pizzas too expensive. One Miller high life. I don't know. It's a good bit. Think going to yeah, toy good. with that one good. a little bit. So a 40 might go with it. I could see you going to 7-Eleven and getting a 40. A 40? Oh, yes. <laughs> a high-life 40 bet? Yes. I'm That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Not opposed if Man, we could figure it out and do a show bet somehow. Real quick from earlier in the week, too, I'm going to be on the George Kittle ladders. Like, I'm still going to play those, even though the number's going up. I just, against the Lions, how do you not? Yeah. That's it. 40 power rankings? Oldie? Hurricane. Oh my How many God. 40s do you think I'm drinking, man? You're age appropriate. I don't know. Eh. You know, Jake actually, that's my complaint about the neighborhood we live in, Paul. The gas stations don't sell booze. What is that about? They don't? Really? The at one at the corner up there doesn't? If we're thinking of the same place, no. On Roscoe, basically, but dude, there's yeah. a there's one right down the street. There's like literally a liquor store. Yeah, right that's down the true. That's a good point. That is a good point. But still, do they have forties? I don't know, guy. but I might have to find out. I don't out think so. Their supply is very limited at that place too. Yeah. No Mickey's. All right. Well, if you guys get forties, please take a picture for the show. Yes. Just me and Paul at Cody's <laughs> drinking forties. We bring our own forties. January is over. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, Jim Rome is next. For those watching on Twitch, stay tuned for the Daily Tip.